Today's Local Lady podcast is brought to you by The Roasted Bean and Cuisine, located at 514 West Main Street, serving both lunch and dinner. All food is made to order and a party for your taste bud. My favorite for lunch is the turkey bacon pesto panini, and Friday nights is always the slow roasted prime rib. Make sure you go check out Roasted Bean and Cuisine. Hello, Riverton and Fremont County. This is Bethany Baldus with the Local Ladies Podcast. And today I am here with Food Hub. Mm. Oh, I'm the <laughs> Food Hub Chairman. No, 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 no. I am the Executive Director. director. The Doesn't executive that sound cool? Director yes. of the Food Hub, Jack Schmidt. Of the Riverton Local Food, food Hub. Hub. We got to get that local in there. Okay. It's yeah. important. It is. Yeah. That's, it is that, important. That's the big thing. Actually, right there on the sign, you know, it, you know, and right here it says "all local, all, all the, the time." time. Yeah. Yep. Um. So, how is it going up there? You, how long have you guys been open now? So, okay, let's get a little history for yeah, for, for all the millions of people out there that are tuning in for the first time. <laughs> the 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 concept here. What is, is the local food? There hub? you go. <laughs> The, the, the whole concept is really an extension of the farmer's market. Uh, the, the farmer's market's been around, I think, 10, 12 years, and just every year gains a little more steam and, and more, more markets to where there's, well, there's two in Riverton now and right. one in, and, and a winter market in Riverton, a winter market in Lander. So the popularity of, of locally produced foods has grown exponentially over the last decade to where there's a lot of those producers now that can go to that next level and not only sell to their friends and neighbors, but put it in stores. And that's what we needed to happen to do that. There, you know, as a good libertarian, Bethany, <laughs> you know, we, yeah, and I'm kind of bending that way too. <laughs> well, we'll just keep talking on it, these little <laughs> exactly, but but we really we we really want to depend on ourselves for most everything. But there is a function for government. Unfortunately, <laughs> we have to. But and that's it. And but so they we, helped with the Food Freedom Act, exactly. and that's basically what has let all of this happen. It correct? really did. <laughs> and well, well, let's so let's get back to that in just a second. Yep. Uh, but there is a need for some kind of supervision, some basic uh, food health rules out there. And so, uh, but we've got a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And so that's what the hub does. We provide a certified kitchen that is required by the Consumer Health uh, Service for people that want to sell their product into the retail market. So, uh, so there was a need for the, one of those certified kitchens. Uh, so we, uh, when I say we, the people, local people that want local food, sure, uh, got together and formed a, yet another nonprofit called the Riverton Local food hub uh we formed a board uh we talked to the city because the city had a facility at the airport that had a, a certified it wasn't certified at the time but a certifiable <laughs> kitchen in it and a cafe uh that had set empty for several years i think four years so we we negotiated with the city and they were by the way great to get along right with. they really cut us a nice deal and we appreciate them and so we got the certified kitchen uh, but coming along with that kitchen, we were required to have a cafe to service the air passengers or whoever wants to. So the cafe is, uh, you might call it a farm-to-table 
That's okay. kind of a friendly, you know, that's a very popular term right mm-hmm. now uh, in other places. But it's, we source everything we can locally. Uh, right now, on the, on, and because everybody else was working and productive, and I was not doing anything and retired, <laughs> that I inherited the gosh darn restaurant. The so work. I, well, uh, yeah, but it, golly, it's fun. But <laughs> So we've been at it three weeks on the restaurant. Uh, and that's where we're the the board of the of the nonprofit was formed about f- four months ago. Okay. Okay. And then we just now opened the restaurant. We got the lease with the city, uh, and now we're ready to go on the incubator kitchen. Well, and um, so I've been watching your guys' Facebook page, and you guys have been doing a really good job of keeping everybody informed. What you're, I saw you guys had hamburgers the other day. Oh, like Local hamburgers. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was so bummed because it's like, it's like I'm guessing from the way it is, it just depends who shows up that day, correct, to cook for what you're going to have on the menu, or how well, does that work? No, no. Actually, the, the restaurant itself is under my uh, management. Okay. Okay, that's my deal. Uh I don't know if that'll drive people away or not. <laughs> probably should. So we want, and, and that's, I really, really try hard to make this locally sourced. So, right. so we start, uh, we start with, uh, with the basics. It's the, the planes up there. We kind of tried to put it during the schedules of the flights sure. to service those airline passengers. And there's a flight at seven o'clock at one at noon. So we had a breakfast and a lunch menu. That makes it easy. I like to get up. I like to go to bed early. That worked for me. Breakfast is just, uh, of course, we have to have cinnamon rolls. And one of our vendors from the farmer's market uh, made killer cinnamon rolls. So he came up and started making cinnamon rolls. Boom, we got that right off the bat. And then, of course, uh, right here, we, we think meat. You know, right. we think about sure. eating. Hamburgers. And, <laughs> yeah. So Jared down there at, uh, at, at Hudson mm-hmm. uh, does a great, you know, breakfast is traditionally cured meats sure. uh, and pork. And he does a great sausage. He does great bacon. He does great ham. And that's locally grown animals. So we, we source our, our, our processed meats off of Jared right now until somebody else comes. gets If somebody else right. has got something and gets up at where they're legal and, and inspected, we can buy off of them. That's sure. it. So the, the breakfast is pretty easy. We we buy our bread off of Ronnie right down there on Main Street. My God, that's good <laughs> bread. Amazing. Oh, <laughs> I tell you, a piece of toast. Her sourdough is, uh, you know, I don't <laughs> You know, you know how good it is. She makes real sourdough. She does. <laughs> she does and not then, skimp. No, exactly. And then potatoes are locally. And it's amazing, Bethany, how much difference in flavor, just in hash browns there is, yeah. from something that was in the ground 30 days ago, you know, and then and then fixed and, and served fresh. Right. That, those flavors are just uh, unbelievably different from what you get when you freeze them and go through the preservings and all that sure, stuff at the, sure. at the store. So Bleach them and all, the all that yep. stuff. And then I realized that pride is a sin, <laughs> but I'll be go to hell if I don't make the best damn biscuits you've ever had. I, I, we're going to get uh, up there. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and the gravy's kind of – actually, I wrote a poem about the you gravy. You did. Yes, yes, yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> I have but, no doubt. <laughs> but so, so very basic, biscuits and gravy. Now, let's talk about eggs. Fremont County has more laying hens than any county in Wyoming, according really? to egg statistics. Is it because we can have them in town and all that? Or? I don't know, because I, I, 
I question who counts the damn thing. <laughs> well, I have nine. If anybody's out there counting, I have nine. <laughs> and they're all in the greenhouse, and they won't come out because well, of snow. I don't blame them. <laughs> but in, in according to uh, Wyoming uh, uh, food health rules, uh, an egg for a restaurant to buy it and serve to the customers has got to be grated. Okay. Okay. And there's not much to it. You put a light underneath it and just make sure there's no baby chicken there, and then you weigh it. Okay. And, and that's all there is to it. But there are no egg grading stations in Wyoming. So I am forced, as a restaurant, to buy my eggs from someplace else. So how do we get a egg grading location set up in Fremont County so that you can buy local eggs because we do have a lot we do and that's and that's a need because there's a lot of producers here that need a place to sell their product Mm -hmm. uh and that's that's exactly that's one of our first spoke of the of the hub is an egg grading station and we found out in a meeting last week with consumer health that we're all we're we're fine to do it up there so it's just a matter of uh we need some people to take the training like a two-hour training that's free and then it's just a matter of doing it. Sure. And what we really love to have is we're going to go ahead and set up. I'll buy the egg washers. I'll, we'll set it up. It's not a big deal. I'll buy the, the scales and the light and all that stuff. And we'll have a place to do it and the coolers to put them in. I'd love for a 4-H or an FFA or I was somebody thinking, like that. I was thinking of two homeschool kids. Oh, <laughs> well, like the homeschool well, community. Like When you think about it, that, yeah. that it's, it's, it's a very good education to learn about eggs. Sure, sure. It's a very good education to learn about commerce because they right. could literally uh, know, learn how to business runs and they could make money at the it. The problem is, is we'll have to figure out where our hens are laying their eggs. So now they're in the greenhouse. We might be able to find them. <laughs> But, but so anybody would be able to do that training when you do the training, it's Correct. just going to be paying for it and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So. And there's no, there's, and there's no, there's no, there's no charge for that. Awesome. Yeah. So, so it's when just are you a looking to, on having that done? Just right now. We're, we're, right. we're going to, we'll put out a, a thing. We'll get a group together or if there's any, if there's any club or anything that wants to do this, right. Have them get a hold of us. Well, and I'm sure that it could be multiple sure, outlets going could. into it. Yeah. Because I, I, I've talked to the other restaurant owners around. So Let's talk about the economics of it just a little bit. You know, the farmers market's kind of uh, two fifty to three fifty a dozen, depending on the sure. time of the year. What mm-hmm. sometimes four, whatever. You know, uh, but so that's uh, what like uh, fifteen cents an egg, mm-hmm. twenty cents an egg, right mm-hmm. in there. You can buy eggs at you know at our low price leader or from the or from the food service place for under a dime an egg. Okay, you know, so so the Cost of the egg is going to be at least twice as much, maybe three times more, which is going to add to the cost of that breakfast twenty or thirty cents. And I, right, because the restaurants already have their like they don't charge twenty cents or even fifty cents for an egg if they're buying it for ten cents. Right, so it's right, not right. going to be it's not going to be a it's, it's not going to be a big. Deal, right, right, right. But you're and gonna get even if they even if they raise their prices on a breakfast, fifty cents. Right. I don't think I think people if they had the option of paying an extra fifty cents for a breakfast with local eggs, I think they'd do it. Well, and it w- even gives that 
opening to the restaurants around town to be able to buy those eggs as well. That, exactly. that, that they would have a place they could come buy locally sourced eggs, not exactly. just not just you guys having the niche, but having somewhere for And I'll share. Every, you'll share. I, I get my I get care. mine first. Yeah. <laughs> you get to pick the bigger <laughs> ones. My chickens are little pullets, so theirs are little eggs. <laughs> but 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 that's exactly right. And that encourages more people. Right. to get into the business and who knows where that goes sure you sure know? so that's, that's there's a snowball effect so that's the first first uh uh, uh spoke mm-hmm. or one of the first spokes that we're going to have and it sounds uh, like it should be up and going pretty exactly I, i'm hoping here will be well actually uh, amanda here at, at county 10 had the best idea she's on the board and she said you know she said i want to eat real eggs so why don't we just start a little campaign until we get this going we'll have a byoe Bring your own egg. <laughs> and I, you know, I'm open. Yeah. Bring them in. I'll cook them for you. Bring your own egg. That's awesome. <laughs> I like it. Bring your own egg. That's a fun campaign. Have you guys been pretty busy up there? Like people coming in? Yeah. It's Well, it's been, it's been just about right. Because right. as you know, I'm not very smart. And so I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, but you have the most amazing memory ever. Oh, no. no. You know, that is weird. I can remember poetry. I can't remember my kid's name. I can't remember 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 my wife's birthday. (laughs) So you want a real quick story? When when I was working out at the Hash Knife Ranch, uh, they come along, they wanted to put me on a, on a profit share thing. Mm-hmm. So I went into, went into the accountant, you know, and, and filling out the stuff. And, and I'd been married to Corey about two years, I think at that time. And, uh, uh, they were asking me all this stuff and I had her uh, social security number written down and all that stuff. And she, they said, and, uh, what's your wife's middle name? <laughs> and, I, and I looked at her and I said, damn. <laughs> so for a long time, she was Coralina damn Schmidt. <laughs> So oh, that's how man. that's how my memory. Is. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good story. <laughs> but back to back to Sorry. the. Yeah, I know we get off in these rabbit holes. <laughs> so anyway, that's the uh, 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 the the thing is 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 not well managed. That was my point. <laughs> but it's it's so well accepted because that local food is just highly highly desirable and so many people want to support their local neighbors well and i feel like that location itself has always been special to the community i mean people go in for sunday breakfast and meet i had a um when i was working uh we had a, we had meetings up there like it's just such a great location as well and it is beautiful it's up there. beautiful it's something to be proud of so it, i think it's one of those things when it closed and then they tried to redo it and it closed like it just breaks all of our hearts too to see it close so to see it open but not even just open with this completely local flavor is just an amazing thing for our community. And I want people to really realize that maybe we ought to go to there now. This is open. I mean, the community can come in and use this facility. If you've got a great, if you've got an idea that pertains to food that you want to uh, kind of develop. Right. Okay. That's exactly what we want this for. Mm -hmm. This is, I don't, the the restaurant's fine. Right. The number one priority is that incubator kitchen. 
Right. And well, and it's so cheap to ha- be a member up there. Yeah. Because it's fifty dollars a year. Right. And you don't, but now, and you don't even have to be a member to rent the kitchen. Yeah. It's we prefer it. Well, we have <laughs> I, we haven't got the policy all written yet. But that's you know if if so. Okay, Mr. Executive Director. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. They <laughs> got to tell me what's anything you're yeah. going to get stuck with uh, now. No, but get, Jack said. The, what what the discussion is is that if that there's somebody out there that has a great idea but no money, come on up. We'll sure. work with you. Sure. Yeah. I think that that's so amazing. Like we have so many, as you call them, even spokes within our community right now doing this, the similar idea of if you have something to build, you can do it at Makerspace. If you have something you want to make, you can do it at the local food hub. Like, it's just like we're getting all these spokes and um, it's just really filling out to be the super entrepreneurial community and isn't that great we're yes. we're really rebuilding the middle class yep yep you yep. know we're and, not, and it gives everybody opportunities yep. like whatever you want to do it's going to be open um it's just like cwc redoing their rodeo ground or their the, the equine egg. yes center and when i was down there a few weeks ago they were talking about how what they would and this is not quoted or fact yet but what they really would like to do is make that an incubator for horse yes uh businesses and when stuff the, when the new ag uh building is done yep the initial idea was they'd sell that yep now they think well wait a minute might be able to keep it exactly in. as an incubator for all those horse related mm-hmm. projects and there's lots of because there's so much money that goes into starting a business i mean you, we talk about ronnie but ronnie didn't start out with a business on Main Street. She worked. She started her out tail. at the farmers market. Yeah, she yep. worked her tail off to be able to get into that spot and and to have like how much further had she could have been had she had something like yes. that. And there's a lot of people that haven't the tenacity that Ronnie has. Sure, sure. As a matter of fact, most of us don't have. No, the absolutely tenacity. not. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. And so. that's and that's what the incubator. We want people that that have a have a dream. Mm-hmm. We'll help them fulfill that dream, whatever it takes. There'll be somebody there to help you with the process. There'll be somebody help help you with the with the codes, with the laws, uh, with the licensing, with the packaging, with the labeling. And that's the idea. Is is right. It leads you right on through the process. Now, the question I have to know is your sink is legal, right? <laughs> Lady, I got the damnedest legal sink you've ever seen. <laughs> oh, goodness. That government. <laughs> well, okay. And it, 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 you know, uh, yeah, and that's a lot of it. Uh, actually, uh, uh, I'm really glad this thing, it, it set us back a month. Okay, and cost me quite a little bit, but uh, I'm glad this happened because because we stood up and didn't just say okay, you know, because there was a little pushback. Then the the we had a meeting with them a week ago tomorrow up at the airport mm-hmm. with about 40 people attending. Uh, with they wanted they requested a meeting with the with the board. Uh, and the consumer health people and the director of agriculture drove up from Cheyenne to be there because he thought it was important enough uh, to get to to get everybody on to the same page. Yes, right. exactly. On the, as we're starting, and we came. And he out was of, on your guys' side, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes, and so we came out of there with with very. I'm not gonna say very clear, but a lot better idea of what. They need and why they need it. Sure, uh, they've got they've got 
they've got people to answer to also. Sure. So well, and it all comes down to education. It does, like, exactly. Always, we should just we should always focus it on education. Like sometimes rules get put in place, and we don't. My daughter and I talk about this all the time that a rule just says yes or no. It's boundaries that are more important. Like why do we have this in place? Because what's on the other side? Like the rule is you can't cross the canal behind our house. But if I, like, give them a boundary of this is what happens if you cross the canal, they have this understanding. And it's the same with government things. When they just come in with a solid no, oh, that, you can't. It goes against human nature, doesn't yep, it? Yep, yeah. Oh, don't ever tell me no. no. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the big thing that we, uh, that we uh, got settled was uh, we had pushed back real hard on the licensing fees uh, for the incubator kitchen. Now, I had to, the hub had to uh, get the certification for the kitchen. Uh, anybody that produces, and it's right there in the law, that anybody that produces a food that's a, that's for sale has to buy a license, a food handler's sure. license. Okay, and that's $100 for the first year, and then $50 for years after that. And our contention was, wait a minute, this is an, you know, and they wanted to charge that to everybody that was going to rent the facility. Mm-hmm. And our contention is one, you know, wait a minute. It's that's a certified good. kitchen. What are you certifying? And, and also that's going to really limit the economic development. Sure. If somebody, there's going to be a lot of people not come up with that hunter right off the bat when they don't know if their product's going to work or right, not. Right. And what we found out because of the, the director of agriculture was there, Doug came down and that the, the, uh, uh, the, the law states that there's no doubt about that, but, uh, we can, uh, while they're uh, doing their proof of concept, while they're developing their product, if they've got a, uh, for instance, this is a great one. Well, I, I've got a friend and his wife that come in about every week to eat, and uh, great people. And uh, they were laughing last week. Said we got a, we got a, we got a great local product. We got a, we got a roadkill muffin. <laughs> <laughs> what? And they've been going out, and, and the, the, where the sugar beets run, trucks run, you know, they've always dropped a few, and they've been picking up sugar beets. Sure. So they've been using sugar beets in a muffin recipe, and I guess it's killer, yeah. you know? So let's just use that for an example. If this truly is, and that wouldn't that be a great little hook yep. to sell Road something? Exactly. Road awesome. kill. I love it. <laughs> so if that really worked, now it's, they would be the perfect or somebody like that would come up and and uh, 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 want to proof it out in the in the certified kitchen. So to find out if it's even going to work or not, they could sell them to me in the restaurant, and I could sell them to customers, and then they could find out if there really is a demand. And then when they have their have their uh, product proofed and they have it finalized the way it ought to be, then when they start selling it out to the public then they can buy the license. Still, there'd be that $100 thing, which I right. think is exorbitant. So, but Doug said, he said, you know, that's not our, we don't set those prices. That's set by statute. He said, we, the, 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 the food rules we set, but the dollars we so don't set. So that's calling our local representative. And Tim <laughs> Salazar, shout out to Tim yep. Salazar. He was there mm-hmm. and I, and he said, we're on it. Yep. And so he, they're going to present legislation. And I bet that. there's a representative on the other side of the state that will back that I up. Kind of, <laughs> yeah, the big tall fella. Uh, I'll reach that. Yeah, that's right. But, <laughs> I, that, you know, so, so that's what was the clarification. And that's that communication and education. You know, mm-hmm. we just, we blame the consumer health. Well, and really their fault, you know, and we, it can handle, uh, we can handle that. So 
you know, so uh, it was a really, really good meeting. Yeah, that's good. It's good to see. And I think that's such a Wyoming attitude, too, is if we do call the government out, that they can come and give a little on their end, too, and educate and that kind of stuff. So that, that speaks. That give and take is something that we've really lost in the last decade or yeah, two. And, yep. that, that, that and we need to start playing it. We I really was do. just watching the um, Joint Appropriations meeting that's happening over at CWC today, and, like, they're all trying to figure out everything and what they're going to be doing this next session. And it's kind of intense because it's like they keep going down the same path, but it's like what's going to be the give and take on it. So very much so. Um, so you guys, so we talked about the egg spoke and then what, because uh, that's kind of your guys' entire concept, correct? Right. The, 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 and the next big, of course, the, the rental of that kitchen and we, we will have policy set in the next few weeks sure. uh, to where, I, I think what the the basic everybody wants to know what's it going to cost? Mm-hmm. You know that's the world. That know? was my next question. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and I and I subject to change, but about ten bucks an hour. Okay. Okay, because that's hope. the The big thing is, and I want to I want to stress this too. We are financed by the community. Uh, when we started this, we thought, well, maybe we'll get grants, but whatever. And, oh, golly, that's all. You know, anytime you got a grant, you got. So everything you, you guys have done has been out well, of your pockets. Well, or, the or, or contributions. Uh, and let's so yeah. So let's put one thing. Idea Inc. came mm. up with five thousand dollars. Awesome. Yeah, and I tell you what, uh, that, that's community support right sure. there, and that that was the kickstart that got us started. And now we where we've got what we're calling the Hub Club. Now the Hub Club is a is a individual with a. Uh, yearly membership, just like PBS, mm-hmm. and for fifty bucks, you're a member of the Hub Club. Uh, you'll get little alerts whenever there's something special going on. But the big thing is there'll be an annual harvest dinner sure. that will sure be worth the fifty. Will yeah. your annual harvest dinner start next year? Then yes, okay. correct next fall. So the uh, uh, that's the idea is if we can get if we can get ten percent of the Riverton population to join the Hub Club, that gives us our base of operation. Sure. And that should be doable. So where do people go to join the Hub Club? Uh, com. And then and it's on the last page of that. It just says join. Join. Yep. And yep. then um, you can you can they join when they're up there as well? At the at the restaurant, yes, you bet. You cool. Bet. I'll I'll just add it right on to your 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 coffee bill. <laughs> Fifty dollars. <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> Maybe throw in the coffee that day. I might do. That. Yeah, actually, actually, that, <laughs> throw in a cup I of forgot coffee. about that. Don't we? You, if you join right now, you get free coffee for the rest of the year. Nice. Yeah. Oh, and, and by the way, the coffee is right here from local from Amanda. Yeah. Right down there at Brown Sugar. Brown Sugar. So it's knocking dead coffee. Sure. People come in there and go. This ain't airport coffee. <laughs> Are you guys getting a lot of the traffic from the planes coming in and- today with all those with all those delays? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now normally you don't because and it's just a matter of of training and because uh, what happens is there hadn't been anything down there for a long time. Sure. So the the the, uh, the passengers come in, they check their luggage, and they go right into TSA. Right. You know, they disappear, and I'll wave them, and they'll wave at me, and that's then they're gone. <laughs> hey, there's Jack. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just a matter of them 
learning to come a little this early. This is them like telling TSA, uh, there's a weird guy out there <laughs> waving at people. <laughs> no. <laughs> TSA are my best supporters. Yeah, we got the nicest TSA yeah. in the world. We really do. Well, th- that isn't a fun job, I'm sure. No. Like, <laughs> No, that's why, you know. <laughs> They're nice. because they, Those frisks aren't, you know, no. aren't, no, no. I always call that a fishbowl up there. Like you go in and it's like, yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> exactly. But now they are. We're working on a on. You know, they're redoing that I'd terminal thing because when uh, the new air airline comes in. Anyway. Yeah. Skywest. Skywest. Okay. In January, right? Yep. Yep. They'll have a 50 passenger plane. Okay. And. Uh, you can't they, fit 50 people in there probably yet, right? Not in the secured area, sure. so they're going to have to redo that. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, so we're, we're looking to have a way to have, have a kiosk inside. You know, all major airports in the world, you go through the TSA, and then the, 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 the little food stands are all in the secured area. Mm-hmm. So we want to get a way to put a food stand, cool. at least sell coffee, right. maybe some breakfast sandwiches, maybe some whatever local sure. is so that so they can have a good uh, – and I love the idea. We'll fix them a Wyoming sandwich, and they take it to Colorado and eat it if they want to. <laughs> <laughs> right in front of them. Yes, yes. I think I, that's, that's awesome. Well, and to be able to – use that as like a base too and then um i'm guessing we probably have people not from riverton fly in too so it's just getting them trained to come yes to come in as well and a lot of what we do is getting people that fly in acquainted with local products right. we want to be able to sell local honey there we want to be able to uh, you know the the we tell them everybody there if they you know the ronnie made this bread that's your toast right and if you want you know if you want to stop and buy a loaf of bread or whatever, the, or the beef comes from Lost Wells Cattle Company, you know, here's their website. If you want to buy some beef, you know, that's what it's promotion of that local food is sure. the big thing. Sure. Um, so just to reiterate for everybody, tell us your hours, where you're located, and where to find you online. Okay, right now on, online, you got to go to the, go to the uh, website is uh, uh, RivertonLocalFoodHub.com. Uh, you can uh, like us on Facebook, which same way. Did you guys get someone to make jelly for you? By the way, she's supposed to. She was supposed to start yesterday, okay. and her and her truck froze up. <laughs> oh no! Now, this is Wyoming. <laughs> I was just curious because you put that post out there, and I was I wondering. We gotta. I just hate those little packets of <laughs> Schmuckers jelly or whatever the on devil your is. nice beautiful oh, biscuits. Exactly. Oh, it's sacrilege. <laughs> so I said, if there's any jelly makers, God, come up, please. <laughs> <laughs> Anything. Bring your own egg. Bring your own jelly. Do it. <laughs> This is all, bring your own whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the way, and then, uh, and, and really would encourage people to join that hub club. Yeah. Because that's, the, it, this is a community uh, supported endeavor, and I really think that there is so much traction in this, in this whole local food thing, and we're leading the charge. Yeah. You yes. know, uh, Casper's right behind us, and, and Jamie's working great. Uh, we're all working together. We have a better city council. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like to restrict us as much. They don't. They, they really don't. And, 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 and so encouraging. And what encouraged me the most, Bethany, is, you know, when I'm, when I'm waitressing, you know, the reason I'm not very good is I just sit down and visit with folks. Oh, I'm sure. You know, I bet you're like, awful. Oh, my God. <laughs> but the conversation always comes to, you know, local food's going to cost more. 
and they all say, you know what? It's worth it. It's How does the it. cost work up there? It's we haven't got it. Well, it's we're we're trying to keep it in line. We mm-hmm. still we still got to figure out the my poly, my business model is uh, right now is if somebody's got something to sell, some kind of produce, I just pay what they ask okay. know, within reason. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, yeah. Well, really, I mean, now because what that'll do is I'm gonna I paid a buck a pound for for potatoes yesterday. Mm-hmm. Okay, now that's way the devil too much probably. But I'm not going to tell that guy that's out there sure. breaking his back that's too much. Sure. So now, if as we get more producers, then the supply and de- the sure. lo- laws of supply and demand will come in. But right now, so it's this is a social experiment. You know, will if if, if I have to spend if I have to charge three bucks for hash browns where everybody else is charging a buck, you know, will people pay it? It looks like they are. Right. You know, and, right. and they and they realize that not only is it better food. But the money is staying in the community, and and there's a big future for that agriculture produce. I imagine that your um, overhead is probably a lot lower than a full restaurant, too. Well, yeah, because I don't don't charge nothing. I'm not worth anything. Because Jack's just donating his time to cook you breakfast. (laughs) Go eat breakfast tomorrow at the food. And my wife bakes the pie. God, Uh, my wife bakes the dang. Oh, my God. (laughs) Craig Cooper and, and Kathy Rosenthal brought up a big box of apples mm-hmm. uh last weekend from their tree just a mile from the runway and so i spent four hours peeling apples and my wife made the best apple pie yeah. oh my god how do you, good. how do they do that so that they don't get the worms and stuff and like do they spray their tree or no I, they're just they're just they just the way, don't have worms the, the good lord's their herdsmen they just take care of it yeah. i never have luck with mine and well I, I take most of the worms out when i peel them you take most <laughs> i i uh, my apples always get fed to pigs and Cows, some guy comes and gets them every year. That's another, you know, there's so many spokes. And the idea is what really tickled me. But somebody was saying the other day as we were cleaning plates, you know, why don't why didn't somebody feed this to pigs? Oh, yeah. You know, there is. Now, you can't, you know, there there's, there's, there's health requirements, but it's doable. Right. I remember so well in the 50s, my, the, the, in 52, there was a big flood in Kansas City, the Missouri River, to call both flood. Anyway, uh, uh, they had to turn uh, tons of pigs loose so they wouldn't drown at the stockyards. Mm-hmm. So my father was was working for Wilson, and they sent him down to a to a, a stockyard south of town there to to sort these pigs that they'd gathered up. Well, that what that place did was they fed the city at that time was feeding their garbage to pigs. Now, what, how did we get away from that? Right. It's you just know? a matter of educating yourself on it what is. they can and can't have. Exactly. And, exactly. Yep. So there was a viable enterprise, and that's something that we could do again rather than wasting sure. stuff. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Although and, I doubt there's very much waste. No. <laughs> <laughs> you think they eat it all? I think they eat it all. <laughs> yeah. It hurts my feelings if they don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's too personal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good, Jack. I'm so excited that you guys are off to a good start and what this is going to be up there at the airport. Um, okay, uh, six in the morning. Okay. Try 6.30, would you? Sometimes it's a little <laughs> groggy. And, then, and, and six to two is the hours right now. But, but you're but, never in a bad mood. Well, <laughs> I can get testing. Just ask my wife. <laughs> But there is friendly people up there. Yeah, so okay. If, if so I'm in a bad mood, back, that's then right. Leave Jack exactly. Alone. <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> Very good. So six in the morning, Sunday. No, we're five. We got to rest one day. The Lord okay. Said, oh so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So Monday through Saturday. Okay. But but really, and we're gonna do what the people dictate. 
And if sure. we could get help, and a lot of people want that thing open on, on Sundays and in the evenings. Sure. So I wouldn't be surprised if we could find help or people, or if somebody wants to, if somebody wants to do it for crying out loud, come talk to us. Right. That's what this is about. We're, this is a palette that we want to, for people to, to, to fill in. So. Well, and I think that it's just everybody having an open mind right now too, and just allowing like to come in, experience it, and then put their part in and whatever, yeah. wherever that is. If it's yeah. just being a customer, be a customer. If it's making famous pies, make famous pies. Or roadkill muffins. Or roadkill muffins. So let's hear your your uh, poem about the gravy. Oh, my goodness. It's okay. It's like a couple minutes long. Just do it. Okay. <laughs> when Adam and Eve were in paradise, they lived off the fat of the land. They ate milk and honey, but no meat. Is remember the lion lay down with the lamb? Well, that old devil convinced him to sin. And they got evicted from Eden. And they were charged to wander this big old cruel world. Of course, the biggest problem was just eating. Now, a cow can graze and get by. But a human, like a pig, has to eat a more concentrated source of nutrients. So Adam discovered meat. Now, their dietary selection was limited to what old Adam could snare? Lizards and snakes and mice and rats and maybe an occasional hare. So those meals were really plum awful because no matter what poor Eve would try, that meat just tasted terrible. It was always bland and tough and dry. So the good Lord took pity on his children as he watched them from heaven above and he taught them how to make gravy. Truly a gift of celestial love first you take all those pan drippings from that meat that's been roasting all day and separate all the fat out but now don't flow don't throw the nubbins away to that hot fat add equal flour keep stirring whatever you do if you don't that stuff will be lumpy the frenchman they call this a roux keep stirring your roux as it darkens cook out all that old flour taste and when it turns brown, add some stock in. Do it slowly and keep stirring. There's no haste. And when it comes to a simmer, it'll thicken and really get neat. Now, add back, that, back those nubbins for flavor. Salt and pepper, maybe some cayenne for heat. Well, that's how you make a brown gravy. <clears throat> but for cream style, like for chicken fried steak, quit cooking that roux when it's golden. Add milk. That's all it takes. Here's how I make sausage gravy. Brown up about a pound of good stuff. But you probably have much fat left because modern pigs, well, they just ain't that plump. So get you a pound of bacon. Lard on it. Render it up. Now set aside that brown sausage and bacon. Of hot fat left, you'll have half a cup. So sprinkle in a half cup of flour. Keep stirring. You know the trick. And when it turns golden, <clears throat> add two quarts of milk. Stir occasionally till it simmers and gets thick. Now salt and pepper and t- to taste and add back those brown meaty nib- nibs. This is a breakfast that'll stick to your ribs. So that's the that's the that's the genesis of gravy. For soon after meat was put to the fire, the Lord gave us gravy to help out the taste. A sauce that's divinely inspired. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Jack. Thank you for coming on, and we will see you at the food hub soon, the local food hub soon.